Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. We've got a very special show today. It's the weekend edition. We're coming to you live on location from Lorient in France. Yesterday, we interviewed Sam Davies from Initiative Coeur. She's sailing around the world in the Vendée Globe coming up next year. And on today's show, we're interviewing one of the team members from Team Malaysia, another of the Vendée Globe boats, this one representing the Yacht Club of Monaco. Malaysia is a name that actually dates back to 1297, when Francesco Grimaldi, gentleman from Genova, moved to Monaco. And in the language of Monaco at that time, it's a term that was used to mean the wily one. This is a term that's tied to the Grimaldi family dating back to 1297, and they have a hand in putting this race boat out into the sea. My guest today is Stu McLaughlin from Team Elysia, and we have a great show. But first, a quick chat about goal setting. Goal setting is one of the most important aspects to achieving anything in life. If you don't know where you're going, you might end up someplace else. I'd like to invite you to join me for three days on the Mexican Riviera, for an intensive goal-setting retreat so that you start your 2020 with energy, purpose, focus, and momentum. The annual goal-setting retreat will take place over the first weekend in December on the beautiful Mexican Riviera. Registration will open up on July 31st. If you're interested in learning more, send an email to goals at victorjm.com and you'll be among the first to have the opportunity to join me in Mexico. We keep these retreats small and intimate. This event will sell out. Send an email to goals at victorjm.com. That's goals at victorjm.com. So we are back here on the weekend edition. We have a very special episode. We're here in Lorient in France, really the sailing capital of the world. And we've got a very special edition. I'm here with Stu McLaughlin from New Zealand. And we're aboard a boat called Team Malaysia. This is a boat representing the Yacht Club of Monaco. It's a very special boat and is scheduled to go in the Vendée Globe next year. About to go in the Fastnet race and just coming up next week. And so welcome to the show, Stu. Thank you. So, Stu, talk to us a little bit about the Amoka class, the Amoka 60. It's a very special boat. What's it all about? Uh, oh, it's exciting. It's a uh, box roll. It's not the you know one design or anything like that. So, and with the foiling coming along now, it's making it a lot more exciting, a lot faster. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just an awesome class to be involved in. What is the path from, say, growing up sailing in Optimus or Lasers to sailing at this elite level? You know, what's, your, what's been your journey? Uh, my journey, um, yeah, started in the Optimist, uh, then into the, what we have in New Zealand, flying ants and sunbursts, so learning to sail again classes, um, and then into the skiffs, 12-foot skiffs and stuff like that, um, plus sailing 40-footers and uh, other keelboat classes around uh, Auckland, and or around New Zealand, and a lot in Auckland as well, um, and then just wanting to do it. I just wanted to go offshore, and so I got a chance, so I took it. I love that. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about the business side of, of sailing. I mean, unless your name is Rothschild, like the boat next door here, uh, most boats are looking for sponsorship. I, certainly the Grimaldi family that's behind this boat is part of it. But who, who are some of the sponsors and how do you go about getting sponsorship? Getting the sponsors is, takes a lot of work, a lot of time and effort. Um, we have Holly and Boris, the, who's a skipper. Um, they're both out looking for sponsors and talking to people all the time, trying to get more money. Um, to to further our development and you know what we can do with the boat uh, leading up to the Vendée and making it more successful. One of the things that is you know AJ Foyd talked about. He's a race car driver in the United States. He won the Indianapolis 500 many times. He said all cars have a lot of speed in them. The art isn't getting the speed out of them. 
And I think that's probably true in these as well. You're working under sleep deprivation type conditions. You're working against the weather and things that are going against you. What's that all about? What's that like? It's, it's true. And, and those, those words are very true. Um, you are always trying to get more speed out of the boat, uh, find more comfortable ways to sail it, which is, comes down to speed as well. Um, and reliability. We've got to have the boat reliable for going nonstop around the world solo. Um, Sleep deprivation, it can come into it a lot with, um, you know, it's only solo sailing, so you have to manage your, how physical, um, how much physical work you do on the boat, uh, in regards to stacking and um, trimming and constantly, you can't be awake 24-7, so you've got to manage that, and that comes down to a lot of time and effort and, um, yeah, knowing knowing your limits as well as a skipper, being able to, to do x amount um and keep the boat safe and and ripping along <laughs> as best you can in the conditions we're here in the bay of biscay and the bay of biscay has a tremendous reputation of being a, a graveyard for for centuries you know you've got wind and current often in opposing directions creating very steep square wave type conditions making for very lumpy uncomfortable sailing how much of your weather forecasting comes into planning a route apart from just looking at the wind uh, a huge amount. It's yeah. You 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 look at the wind. Yeah, again, like you just said, the wind and waves um, due to tide, etc. Um, it, it plays a huge amount of where you go, and you could uh, do a big circuit to get uh, <laughs> to where you want to go. You know, you might might only be uh, two hundred miles across the bay, but the fastest way to get there could be three hundred miles to go round go with the systems, weather systems, um, taking tide into account so you're not going against the tide too much, um, all these sorts of things there, yeah, and preserving the boat, if you like you send the big waves you don't want to just keep banging and crashing and breaking gear. You know we've noticed here the currents coming in in particular coming into the harbor are really strong, in fact one day we were literally running at half speed because we were going counter current and we were going what's wrong with the boat, is the is the hull dirty, like what's what's going on and we couldn't figure it out and then we looked at the tide chart and said oh that's the issue. Yeah very much so and it's not just here in the Bay of Biscay, it's, it's, it's a global thing, you've got to, got to look at it um, and take into account the tides, um, make them work for you wherever possible and yeah, not trying not to punch them into them too hard. What's been the best part of being part of Team Malaysia? Sailing. Being out on the boat sailing. Yeah, it's always great fun. I love it. Well, great luck this coming weekend at Fastnet. I know there's going to be a ton of boats registered. I think over 350 boats participating in the race. Uh, who's your competition this weekend? Uh, the Amokas. There's lots of them here, and there'll be 28 registered for the start of the uh, Fastnet race. So... Yeah, it's, it's all of them. <laughs> I love it. So for the listeners at home, this is a bit of a different weekend edition. We're here amongst some of the most elite sailors in the world, and it's just a, such a great opportunity. If you haven't been to Lorient, definitely come out here and check out the sites. It's quite an amazing site uh, just to see the boats, to meet with the teams. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.